guys thank you for listening to the first episode of my podcast and welcome to the second episode uh, i apologize for the delay in the releasing of this episode i had some technical issues but um thanks to god they have been solved and on this episode i'll be looking at the eastern and the western conference finals that is between the miami heats and the boston celtics in the east and the golden state warriors and the dallas mavericks in the west now two teams have already qualified for the nba finals you have the boston celtics and the golden state warriors so in this episode i'll be looking at their run in the conference finals and how both teams played and which team were the better of the two teams during the conference finals so let's get into it thank you and welcome So the first game I'll be looking at is the Eastern Conference Finals, and that was between the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. Now, the Miami Heat had to defeat the Atlanta Hawks in the first round 4-1, and then they defeated the Philadelphia 76ers 4-2 in the second round to progress into the finals, while the Boston Celtics defeated the Brooklyn Nets 4-0, and they beat the Milwaukee Bucks 4-3. That was an exciting series. Now, going into this final series, um, the best player for the Miami Heat was Jimmy Butler, and the best player for the Boston Celtics was Jason Tatum. Now, this was going to be a matchup between the number one ranked team in the East versus the number two team in the East. And it was a matchup that that was going to deliver. Um, prior to the to the series, I knew the series was going to go. So it was going to be a seven-game series. And it just gave us a bit of excitement. It was almost the same thing within between the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks series. You had those kind of upsets. Well, so yeah, here is how both teams did in the series, in the playoff. Um, the Boston Celtics lost the first game 118-107. to 107. Um, Jimmy Butler was excellent on that night. He had 41 points, 9, um, nine rebounds and 5 assists. While Jason Tatum was also great for the Boston Celtics, but his performance was not enough to lift them um, and give them the, the, the victory they needed. He had 29 points, 8 rebounds and 6 assists. While in the second game, it was Boston altogether. Now, this just mirrored the way... Uh, Boston Celtics played in the Milwaukee Bucks series. Now, the last game won to, um, to the Milwaukee Bucks, but in game two, they came out firing and they were a different beast altogether. And that was the same thing that happened in this game two. In game two, it was 127 in favor of Boston to 102 against, um, for, for Miami Heat. And Jimmy Butler had 29 points, six rebounds, and three assists, but that was not enough. Jason Tatum was superb on that night. He dropped 27 points, five rebounds, and five assists. Now, in game three, he was... Miami's turn to to do the damage against Boston at Boston, and it was 109 to 103. Interestingly, in that game three, um, Jason Tatum was not great. He was he had a terrible night. He dropped only 16 points, and um, Jimmy Butler was unable to finish that game three. He he went out due to injuries, but there was one man that held uh, the Miami Heat and he pushed them to victory, and that was Bam Adebayo. He dropped 31 points. 10 rebounds and 6 assists. That was a fantastic night for him. But someone trumped him. Someone someone did better than him on that night. But it was on the losing side and that was Jalen Brown. For the Boston Celtics, he dropped 40 points out of their 103 points. He had 9 rebounds and 1 assist. But his performance alone, when you look at the fact that um, Jason Tatum had a terrible night, he had an off night in Game 3, that was the reason why um, Miami Heat won that Game 3. And in Game 4, it was Boston all over again just like when we saw game one where miami hits one and in game two it was boston game three was miami game four it was boston celtic they won that one 102 to 82. now this man 
Jason Tatum, after he had a terrible night in Game 3, he decided to take it upon himself and he pushed the Boston Celtics into, into leveling the series 2-2 at that particular moment. He had 31 points, 8 rebounds and 5 assists. Now in Game 4, for Miami, they were just terrible on that night. All their starting players had an off day and they had to rely on the performances of Victor Ladipo who dropped 23 points, 4 rebounds and 6 assists and that was only enough to give them about 82 points. Everyone on the Miami Heat um, roster that started in Game 4 were not on their A game and that affected Miami Heat and that brought the series into 2-2. Now in Game 5, they moved back to Miami and you were expecting Miami Heat to put aside the terrible game they had in Game 4 and probably have a monster night. I was expecting players like Jimmy Butler, um, Bam Adebayo, Victor Ladipo to step up and at least consolidate on the performance they had in Game 4. Give, give, give Miami something better to look out for. But in Game 5, it was almost similar to Game 4 where Miami were terrible. They had another off night again, back-to-back off nights. They had 80 points at home. Bam Adebayo dropped 18 points, 10 rebounds and one assist. While on the other side, Boston Celtics were able to win this one with um, Jalen Brown dropping 25 points, Jason Tatum dropping 20-plus points. You also have Marcus Smart putting in a superb performance for the Boston Celtics and they were able to win this one at Miami 93-80. to Now in Game 6, Boston had the ascendancy. They, they, they were 3-2 up and if they had won Game 6, they would be home dry and moving into the next round. But Game 6 was a different game entirely and this time it was Miami's turn. To, to put in a fantastic performance. On that night, Jimmy Butler had 47 points, 9 rebounds and 8 assists and that was enough to force a Game 7. And that just made this series look like the Milwaukee Bucks Boston series. It was in Game 6 that Boston were able to level the series and force a, a, a Game 7. While Jason Tatum had 30 points, 9 rebounds and 4 assists. That was not enough for Boston to see Miami off. It was a fantastic game. I think um, Boston also showed that they had resilience. They showed guts. But when one player is dropping 47 points, uh, you just cannot... You, you just have to bow to that greatness. And Jimmy Butler did it. He had dropped 40, 40 points twice in this series. And this night, he forced a Game 7 for Miami Heat. And now they were moving. The Game 7 was going to happen in Miami. So you're expecting Miami to come out firing and at least get the victory that would push them into the finals. But in Game 7, it was a different story entirely. That game, four points separated the two teams. Just four points. Um, Miami said the ref the officiating was somehow unfair they had some calls that were rescinded there was a three points that um max strauss made but the boston celtics challenged the, the three points and they had to take the three points off they, they said his leg was on the line and that really affected the miami hits jimmy butler had the opportunity to also win the game or to tie the game for Miami in, in the late in the later hours of the fourth quarter, he, he went for a three-point, but he was unable to make that. And Miami lost that game 96 to 100. And as a result of that, Boston qualified for the finals. Now Jason Tatum had 26 points, 10 rebounds, and six assists. While Jimmy Butler had 35 points, nine rebounds, and one assist. But he was the only one that had 35 points. He, he, his other teammates did not come up to expectation. And uh, that is something I noticed throughout the series. Now, the best performers in this series were Jimmy Butler for Miami Heat, Bam Adebayo for Miami Heat, um, Victor Ladipo and uh, Mark, Mark Strauss. These were the best performers for the Miami Heat. While we look at the Boston, you have Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart and the OG Alaford. Those were the best performers for the Boston Celtics and those were the best performers for the Miami Heat. Uh, but the, the interesting thing about this series is Boston were the better team. 
Boston had um, the, the they had the better shooters. Miami had two of the best players in the series in Jimmy Butler and um, Bam Adebayo. But the fact that Boston had two of the best shooters in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, I think that just gave them the push they needed. And if you look at how this series went, Jason Tatum averaged 25 points, 8 rebounds and 5 um, and five assists, while Jalen Brown averaged 24 points, 7 rebounds and 3 assists, while Marcus Smart averaged 16 points, 6 rebounds and 6 assists, and Al Orford averaged 9, 9 points, 10 rebounds and 3 assists. And if you now look at the Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler averaged 25 points, 7 rebounds and 3 assists, while Bam Adebayo was the second best player in the Miami Heat, but he averaged 15 points, 8 rebounds and 2 assists, while Mark Strauss averaged 8 points, 3 rebounds and 2 assists, while Victor Ladipo averaged 9 points, 3 rebounds and 1 assist. Um, the Heat were also poor when it comes to um, 3-point shooting. They, they had to resort to shooting within the perimeter and I feel if they just had someone who was good from three points they may have won a couple of games especially game game seven but because of that 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 issue with three points that is one of the reasons why uh, Miami got knocked out and then Celtics had three of the best shooters I, I I just have to put it that way they had three of the best shooters because Marcus Smart averaged more points than Bam, Bam Adebayo who was the second best shooter for Miami and you look at Jason Tatum you look at Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart these three guys were the key factor to Boston defeating Miami Heat and they were also the key factor to Boston defeating the, um, the Milwaukee Bucks. These three guys were drafted by the Boston Celtics and now they have taken Boston over every team in the Eastern Conference and puts them in the NBA Finals. It is, um, it is a great achievement for Boston. I, I feel uh, going into the series, a lot of people thought this was a time for the Boston boys to come of age and you also have to give good kudos to the coach that's Ume Odoka who is a Nigerian so salutes to him he's doing a fantastic job he's the first Nigerian to actually get into an NBA finals and when you look at the job he has done he was the coach of the year for this NBA season in the East and when you look at the job he has done with this Boston team they were fantastic Marcus Smart was the defensive player of the year and you look at the contributions he had I think this Boston team they are just they, they, are, they are coming of age and this is the perfect time for them to at least try and win an NBA title. This is the best time. They are all playing their best basketball at this particular moment. For Miami, it's, I feel, I feel they, they had it in them to get into the finals, but the performance of other players, Max Strauss, Victor Ladipo, Obama Debayo, was just not enough. I think when you rely on one player only, you tend to affect. You look at Boston, they shared the points around. Jalen Brown put in his own performance. Marcus Smart put in his own performance. Jason Tatum also put in his own performance. So if you had players like Bam Adebayo, Max Strauss, and Victor Ladipo also averaging at least 20 points, I think Miami would have... Um, would have beaten Boston and gotten into the finals. And you also have to look into you also have to look at the fact that Kyle Lowry was not fully fit. And then they also lost this man, Tyler Hero, who was the sixth man of the year. He, he didn't really play much time in this Eastern Conference Finals. And I feel that affected the, the Miami Heat. But uh, for Boston, they are through to the finals. And I want to see what they will do in the finals. I feel with the way they've beaten Miami, with the way they beat the box, they can just take that finals into game seven. Whoever they are going to go up against they are a team to look out for. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus, Marcus Smart were all fantastic team players. And I think that is the main reason why I'm busting through to the finals. And now I'll move over to the Western Conference and discuss. And the two teams that made it to the finals, they are the Golden State Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks. Right after this. <laughs> Thank you. 
Now, the Western Conference Finals. Uh, Golden State Warriors qualify for the finals after beating Memphis Grizzlies 4-2. And they also beat Denver Nuggets 4-2. So, they had a six-game series in all their, in the first round and second and round playoffs to get into the finals. And then you look at the Dallas Mavericks. They defeated Utah Jazz 4-2. And then they defeated the Phoenix Suns 4-3. I was, was excited about the defeat of the Phoenix Suns because I felt the Phoenix Suns were a little bit disrespectful to the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, they didn't give them the... The, the respect that they deserved and they were laughing the Mavericks after game two but um, Luka Doncic put on a performance Spencer Dinwiddie put on a performance and the, the Dallas Mavericks uh, were able to get into the in, into the Western Conference Finals and they went up against Golden State Warriors now this series was not like the Eastern Conference it didn't reach game seven it ended in game five and the Golden State Warriors were the victorious team they were the ones that are current they are the ones that are currently in the nba finals now this is how the five game series went in game one it was 112 to 87 it was like a blowout from the golden state warriors to the dallas mavericks but you in game one you want to feel sorry for dallas mavericks they come up to come off a seven game series um and they now went to play golden state warriors who had finished quite earlier than they had golden state warriors did not have to, have to play one more extra game and they did that game was 112 to 87. Steph Curry had 21 points, 12 rebounds, and 4 assists. Now, it was in this game, one that the Warriors were able to limit Luka Doncic to 20 points in this series. And it was something that we had seen also in the first game versus the Suns. The Suns were also able to limit Luka Doncic to 20 points in the first game of their own series. And this, this game was just, it just showed that Dallas were tired. Now, in game two, we're expecting a different kind of Dallas, you get? Because when you lose game one like that, 112 to 87, you want to put in a show in game in game two. But game two, it was still Golden State Warriors. They won that one, 126 to 117 for the, um, the Dallas Mavericks. Steph Curry dropped 32 points, eight rebounds, and five assists. But one man got cooking, Luka Doncic. He had 42 points, five rebounds, and eight assists. Now, in game three, game three, I was expecting Dallas to at least put on a show and stop the Warriors from going 3-0 up. But when you, and when you look at the, the, the Mavs versus Suns series, it was in game three that Dallas began to play. They won game three and they won game four and they forced the series into a tie. So I was thinking, okay, perhaps this is the opportunity for Dallas to, to get one and make it more difficult for Golden State Warriors to just go through. But in game three, it was Golden State Warriors that won that one in Dallas, 109 to 100. Luka Doncic dropped 40 points, he had 11 rebounds, and he had 3 assists. Steph Curry dropped 31 points, he had 5 rebounds, and he had 11 assists. Uh, it, it was on this night that Golden State showed their supremacy. And I think this night made me believe Golden State already had this in the bag. Because when you go to Dallas and you beat them at Dallas, with the couple with the fact that Luka dropped 40, you just have to believe in the Warriors. Now in Game 4, it was a different thing entirely now in game four the golden state warriors lost that one 109 to 119 Luka Doncic dropped 30 points 14 rebounds and nine assists click um, steph curry had 20 points five rebounds and eight assists in this game four golden state warriors had an off day uh they didn't they were not firing an all cylinder and it was just dallas at some particular point dallas were leading by close by over 20 points in this in this particular game four and it just gave dallas a little bit of um breathing space and you if you were watching the series you you think the last okay they have a lifeline can they go back to san francisco and win game six 
and win game five and force a game six against Golden State Warriors. Because at that particular moment, it was 3-1 up. And if Golden State Warriors won game five, they will be through to the finals. But in game five, it was it was almost the same thing as we saw in game one, two, and three, where Golden State Warriors were in full control of the series, were in full control of the game, and they won that one 120 to 110. Um Clay Thompson had 32 points. He made eight threes in that game. He had two rebounds and he had three assists. Uh, Luka Doncic had 28 points, nine rebounds, and five assists. Uh, the top performers for um, Golden State were Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins, Kevin Lully, while the top performers for the Dallas Mavericks were Luka Doncic, Jalen Bronze, and Spencer Dinwiddie. Now, the reason why Golden State Warriors, for me, got to this finals is because of the performance of two players, Andrew Wiggins and Kevin Lully. Now, they were able to limit the roles of Luka Doncic. Now, in the Mavs versus Suns series, the Suns did not have any answer for Luka Doncic. He was just doing his thing. He bust the Suns. But in this Golden State um, series, Andrew Wiggins was playing a different style of basketball. Uh, so when, when the Warriors traded D'Angelo Russell and brought in uh, Andrew Wiggins, they, there was this particular man that said, Golden State Warriors will never make it to the finals again. But in this series, it seems like he just wanted to prove that particular reporter wrong. And he was he was fantastic in this series. He was one of the main reasons why Golden State Warriors actually got to the finals. And also, you look at Kevin Looney, he was fantastic in the defense. He was always going for the rebounds. He, he like um, Andrew Wiggins, was one of the reasons why the Golden State Warriors qualified for the, 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 the finals, you look at what they both averaged this in this, in this playoff series. Andrew Wiggins averaged 18 points, 7 rebounds, and 2 assists in 5 games. While Kevin Lully had 10 points, 10 rebounds, and 3 assists. Now, the 10 rebounds, both offensive and defensive, he was fantastic. While Steph Curry had 23 points, 7 assists, and 6 rebounds in this entire series. Then when you look at the Dallas Mavericks, um, Jalen Bronson averaged 18 points, 4 rebounds, four assists while Spencer Dinwiddie averaged 16 points one rebound and seven and three assists then then you look at um Luka Doncic he averaged 32 points 9.2 rebounds and six assists it was it just showed something that this series showed something it showed that you may not likely win an NBA title if you rely on one superstar and the way Dallas play they actually play iso ball isolation ball that they rely so much on the offensive capabilities of Luka Doncic and that leaves them vulnerable at the back because most of the time he's up there trying to be a force on the offense trying to be he's always trying to be effective on the offense but I think he also has to work on his defensive game when we compare him to players like LeBron James it's because LeBron was able to do it on both ends of the court defending in the defense and also in the offensive end. So I think for Luka, for Luka Doncic he has to work on his defending because that was one of the reasons why Dallas were unable to 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 go through and we were unable to win more than one game in this entire series. It was just um it was just a sad one for Mavs. They put on a fantastic show. I think defeating the Phoenix Suns, who a lot of people thought were the favorites to win a title this year. They were the best team in the NBA. They had the most wins in the regular season, but they defeated the Phoenix Suns. And I think that just um puts a lot of people that made a lot of people begin to look at this Dallas team in a different way. Luka Doncic was the star man in this team. But I feel if they keep playing this way, they might get beaten by teams like Golden State Warriors, teams that play like, like Golden State Warriors, and probably the Boston Celtics most definitely beat them because they share the ball more, while the Dallas Mavericks, they run everything through Luka Doncic, and that was their main downfall. I think you, you look at the work that Jason Kidd has done with this team, they are fantastic. But I feel they were, they were shooting a little bit above their 
their their weights. Most people did not I most people did not expect them to get into the Western Conference Finals. For Dallas, this was where their run came to an end. And for Golden State Warriors, this is their first finals since 2019, the sixth time in eight years. Aside LeBron James, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green are the players that have gotten to more NBA finals. Clay Thompson was the first player to hit eight threes in two in multiple series. He hit eight against against Memphis in game six, and then he hit eight. He gets it against Mavericks in Game 5. That was the reason why they actually won Game 5. He had 32 points on that night. Corey was the Western Conference MVP Finals. Um, I would say deserved because he was the go-to man in every single game. He was fantastic except in Game 5 where he, he didn't really shoot well. But he had his teammates. He had Clay Thompson to put in a good performance. Andrew Wiggins also put in a good performance on that night. Um, Jordan Poole also put in a good performance. But when you look at the Golden State Warriors, I think the fact that they share the ball more often, the fact that they can get um, points, 20, 30 points from players like Clay Thompson, players like Steph Curry, players like Jordan Poole, um, Andrew, Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins can put in a fantastic performance. At some point in this series, he had 27 points. That was his career high. That was in game two. That was his car- game, th- game three, rather. That was his career high where in, in the playoff game where he dropped 27 points. I think the fact that you have players like this in Golden State just made them the favorite against Dallas Mavericks who rely on just one player. That is the Western Conference Finals. The winners are Golden State Warriors and they'll be going up against the Boston Celtics. Now, the finals will be starting um, tomorrow. That's in Thursday in the United States. Uh, but we, I think I feel we'll be watching the, the first game on Friday night. So this episode will have dropped before that game. And I want to say that uh, I, I would tip the Golden State Warriors to win because out of the two teams, Boston Celtics, they are the novice. Uh, some people would say they would have to pay their dues if they want to win this. But I feel like they, the fact that they've gone over the Boston, they, they've gone over the, the Brooklyn Nets, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat, they would be a different beast altogether for Golden State. Uh, they are almost like the Golden State Warriors when they were when they were much more younger. You look at Jason Tatum, you look at you look at um Jalen Brown, you can liken them to Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. And then when you look at Marcus Smart, the kind of job he does in the defense, you can liken him to Draymond Green. So they are they are like a much more younger Golden State Warriors. So can they rely on their youthful exuberance and beat the Golden State Warriors who are much more experienced, who are final, who are finals experienced, who in twenty who in, 20, uh, in 2020 finished with the lowest points. And in 2021, they are now in the, in, in, in the NBA Finals. I think it is going to be an interesting, interesting Finals to look out for. But I'll pick the Golden State Warriors to win this. I think it might go as far as Game 6. If, if it doesn't end in Game 6, then it's Game 7. But I think it's, the Warriors are going to win it in Game 6 by 4 to 2. Um, it is going to be an exciting finals to watch out for. And yes, um, this this man, Justin Tatum, was the Eastern Conference MV, Eastern Conference Finals MVP. He was fantastic throughout the series. He, he averaged 20 points in the entire playoff series, from the first round to the second round to the third round. He is the main reason why Boston are actually in this place. And then you look at the same thing with the Golden State Warriors. They have a player like that in Steph Curry. So that's why I feel this finals would be very, very exciting. And then you also look at the OG in Al Alford. Who is the most experienced player in the in, in the Boston Celtics team? You can relate him to Andre Gudola. He's also quite experienced in the NBA. He has spent more years than everyone in that Golden State Warriors team. So uh, the, the the Warriors are are better equipped against Boston Celtics in the sense that they have um, more experienced players. They even have squad depth. 
but Boston, they are a relatively young side, they are relatively inexperienced side. But I think the hurdles they faced have prepared them for this final. So we should expect an interesting final. But I still feel the Warriors will win this in six. So that will with this, I come to the end of this episode. So thank you very much for listening. And uh, please do make sure to subscribe and tell your friend about the podcast.